Hi doctor, are you currently seeing patients with shoulder pain? What about frozen shoulder? What if I could teach you a neurological treatment system in which you could literally take a person from frozen, frozen shoulder to a full range of motion in two visits? And this system is so powerful that we guarantee results in two visits or we don't accept the patient for care. Hi, I'm Dr. Andy Barlow. I'm a board certified chiropractic neurologist. I also carry a fellowship in functional neurology and every Wednesday night at 5 p.m. I'm giving a one hour seminar free of charge. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help your community. I'm here to help our profession go to the next level. I personally look forward to seeing you every Wednesday night. I want to, I want to completely change your life and change your community's life. And I can help you do that because I've helped hundreds if not thousands of doctors from Europe to Canada, all the way to New Zealand with these types of health issues, okay? So I look forward to seeing you Wednesday night at 5 p.m. Central on the webinar. Have a great day. I look forward to seeing you on, on the internet. Probably have an old school website, just like this old school Voltron from the 80s. Here's the thing, video websites are dominating the entire internet right now. But only 3% of people have video websites. What is a video website? When there's continual movement. The beautiful thing about continual movement is that when you have movement, it keeps the buyer wanting to stay on the website. Here's the beautiful thing. If you look here at Dr. Mo's website, he is dominating, dominating, dominating. His website's everywhere. Not only that, but He's omnipresent. It's about time to get you out of the static world websites where they don't move, doesn't do anything for you, but come into the video websites where we dominate Google and get you omnipresent. It's time to step in the future of marketing. Make sure you click on the button in the bottom for a consultation and we'll get back with you. Hello everyone, my name is Mark Anthony with Edge on Regenerative Medicine Show. I'm excited to be with Dr. Joe uh, Perita. I am so excited that you're here, uh, doctor, and our viewers here, they're here because they wanna know more about stem cell and anti-aging. This is a huge, huge um, thing that's going on, not just in, in your community, because I know you're in, in, uh, in Boca Raton, Florida, um, which I wish I was there right now because I'm in Vancouver, Washington by Portland and uh, you never know when it's going to be sunny. So thanks so much for being on the show, Doc. And my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So before we, we go into the, the, I call it the good stuff, I just want to um, make sure that, that um, maybe some of the viewers can learn about you, kind of what you do and how you wear, I'd say, two hats in the industry. Well, yeah, that's, you know, I have a big head, I guess, but, you know, <laughs> anyway, yes, I do have two hats. I, you know, I started out many years ago as an orthopedic surgeon, of which I still am. I, I uh, did my orthopedic training, became board certified in orthopedic surgery, and then I started saying, you know, but I was always interested in the cutting edge of the cutting edge. I mean, I was one of the first people to ever do laser disectomies and things like that, and then I said, this PRP stuff, let me try and use that for some of my total joints, and I said, you know, it's making a difference. Let me, uh, let me look into it further. And one thing led to another, led to another. 
And now I would say 70% of my time is devoted solely to basically stem cells. I still see orthopedic patients three half days a week, but the rest of the time I'm in my stem cell office and, and we're doing all sorts of interesting things. Uh, we, we've learned a lot of things that can make our stem cells better. You know, and one of the things I've learned, I always mentioned to you a little earlier, is how stem cells age is how we age. If we can manipulate those pathways to make the stem cells age better, slow it down, et cetera, we're going to make our own aging better and slow it down, et cetera. So, yeah, there's so many different things. And then what a lot of people have started to learn now is how stem cells and how your body stem cells really have an effect on the COVID-19 virus and things like that. You know, sometimes the stem cells are working too well and they're giving somebody called something called a cytokine storm where you're getting so many factors from your stem cells to try and fight an infection that it's actually doing you harm. So we have to learn how to manipulate some of these things. So there's a lot of interesting things that we can talk about. Well, I'm excited because I'd like to get a little bit deeper into the stem cell and then from there, maybe kind of go into the anti-aging. Um, sure. All stem cells aren't created equal, just like, you know, not all, uh, not all uh, pizza places are created equal, <laughs> you know. Um, sure. I, I've heard from a lot of doctors and, and I've seen where there's a lot of people talking about umbilical cords, not getting the right, correct information. Because we all know that Google's always right, right? I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe can we talk about that? Because I also heard that we can use, uh, um, you know, a three-year-old or a, not a three-year-old, but like a, a baby stem cell um, and put it inside us, or we can use our own stem cells. So I, I've never really understood which one's better, even though I'm hearing from other doctors per se, that uh, the younger the stem cell, the better in your body that it will work. Well, yes and no, okay? And, and there's really a lot of interesting things about that. First of all, the problem we have with a lot of these products, and now, and I, and I want the audience out there not to confuse umbilical cord and embryonic stem cells. Totally different animal. Embryonic stem cells are really totally outlawed, and they're very dangerous cells. Now, they come from embryos, aborted embryos, et cetera. Those are not really used. And they've kind of turned out to be a dead end. Now, when you start talking about umbilical cord, placenta stem cells, there's a big problem that you have. When these things are processed, typically most of the cells are going to die. Right. So you're not really getting, quote, a stem cell procedure. You may be getting growth factors. There's also, a, a, you know, there's a lot of controversy in the field of regulations. FDA is not really too keen on using those cells. So I pretty much have said, you know what, let me look at ways of using the patient's own cells. Because if you're alive and you're healthy, your stem cells are working and they're keeping you healthy. So there's no reason why we can't use those cells. Now, sometimes we learn ways of kind of coaxing them along. We have some growth factor patches that I'll get into in a little bit and things like that that can make them better. But I'm a big believer in the patient's own stem cells. Really? Um, and that's well, what really makes you work the best. Okay, well, let's talk about that real quick. Um, when you're using the old, say you're, let's just say I'm 65 and I'm coming in with use an example with really bad uh, knee degeneration. Let's just say I'm, I'm almost bone on bone, almost. Um, wouldn't it make more sense to use a younger person for that to regenerate quicker than using my old cells, unless if you're able to rejuvenate my old stem cells and turn back the clock? Well, your old stem cells are not as old as you think, first of all, okay? That's number one. Okay. I mean, the, the stem cell is not, you know, the same cell you've had for 
65 years or 70 years. But remember what I said, when you use those other products, the cells are pretty much dead, okay? There's not many live cells in those products. So you're not really getting, you're gonna get a lot more cells if you use your own and you're gonna get using someone else's. Now there's a couple of other little things that, that are quite important. You know, one of the things I do is I do a lot of teaching to various docs about the stem cell field. And some of these cells from other sources, from other people, et cetera, they are not what we call immune privilege. What do I mean by that in English? In other words, um, something that's immune privilege, it means you can inject it in the body and the body's gonna accept it and welcome it with open arms. You know, many of these cells are what we call immune evasive. You can inject them in the body, but they very well may be attacked by the immune system. Eventually they will be attacked. There's no right. ifs, ands, or buts about it. The patient's own cells will not. Now, another thing I have to really let you know, most cells basically when you inject them in the body, they're not going to last but, but a few days, okay? But what they're going to do is, this is what, you know, what they do. They release something called growth factors, cytokines. Here's a good example of the cytokine right here in my hand. This is the body's cell phone system. Right. This is how the cells communicate with each other. So when the stem cells are injected in an area, they persist for a few days, but they release many of these growth factors, which then summon other cells to go to the area. These cells come typically from the bone marrow, so we have to learn ways to have the bone marrow produce more cells right. and things like that. And then they go to the area and help accomplish repair. Now, also, I tell patients, look, stem cells work in two ways. They can hopefully regenerate some of the tissue, but perhaps just as importantly, what they can do is they can change the chemistry of a joint or an area. And what do I mean by that? Well, you know, there's typically, to get a little technical, there's three growth factors that cause pain, discomfort, swelling, et cetera. This is called uh, interleukin-1, interleukin-6, and tumor necrosis factor. The names right. are kind of complicated. But the stem cells may, are like little biochemical factories, and they can make growth factors that can basically nullify that effect. And that's what happens. Now, interestingly enough, when you inject stem cells in the body, let's say that we give you your own stem cells or even stem cells from, from a baby that's been processed the proper way, and you give them intravenously, well, those, a lot of those cells will end up in your lung, et cetera, and most of them will perish within a few days, like I say. But interestingly enough, they're replaced by something called a Treg cell. Okay? Mm. This is a cell that's found in your immune system. Now, the interesting thing about Treg cells are they're wonderful because they get inflammation down dramatically. Okay? You know, people that have autoimmune diseases like a rheumatoid arthritis or something like that, What's one thing they all have in common? They really don't have enough of these Treg cells. So the immune system and, and the stem cell world are so tied together. Again, Treg cells seem to be what helps people uh, not get this cytokine storm in the COVID-19. This is the people that have to go on ventilators because they're in just such a bad shape. Whereas these Treg cells don't do it. And the nice thing about Treg cells is they last for years. So okay. the stem cells you're putting in here may be lasting a few days, but eventually they get kind of morphed into something else called a Treg cell. So that's why your own cells are not really a big deal, okay? Uh, because they're going to they're gonna do their job. They're not going to be rejected by the body, and they're very safe. Well, what would you say about I, – I hear a lot of doctors saying with, with uh, stem cells that it's continually regenerating. So it's – so – for me, I'm not a doctor, but I'm thinking, okay, if it's continually regenerating, it's going to where only the inflammation is. How is it continually regenerating without 
dying. It's almost like I'm thinking like a circuit board. Like, is it just continue to regenerate? Well, is it a half a truth or? No, that they, you know, you, here's the bottom line. And I'll give you some good examples about it. Without, if your stem cells all stopped working, you'd live about two days. Then you'd perish. Okay. okay? And I'll give you a, a good practical example. They go to a patient. They said, you know what? You have a leukemia or they go to another patient. You have a breast cancer. We can maybe cure you, but what we have to do is we have to poison your immune system. We have to get all the immune cells dead and reset everything. Well, the problem with those things are a lot of those people succumb to either infections or bleeding problems. Now, if they can get past that, you know what? They can sometimes cure their disease. Right. So stem cells are constantly in motion. They're constantly repairing things. They're constantly replacing things. And yes, indeed, some of them do indeed put more, you know, make more cells of the same type of tissue. Some, some body, uh, tissues aren't as easy to reproduce as other body tissues. Okay. Well, wow. now to maybe kind of jump into anti-aging, um, I'm 43 years old Okay. and I, you know, I'm not like a lot of men, you know, I don't know a lot of men don't care if they look younger or not. So could I literally use a stem cell injection into my face and to for those step for those cells to maybe keep me from wrinkling i don't know uh yes you can okay but again what is it it's the growth factors that the stem cells make or prp you know there's something out there it's kind of in in, in popularity i mean i'm not necessarily you know crossing this one particular product it's called a vampire facelift where basically you know, put you know PRP in your face. It's basically the growth factors. It calls some stem cells to the area, helps produce more collagen and things like that. So yes, that would that would definitely work uh, to make you look younger. What's the downfall? Is there a downside though? Uh, not not really. You know, there's really very little you downside. Every couple of years, every every quarter. You could do it once a year. Now there's also some other products out there. Actually, I'm I'm aware of them because I know somebody who kind of invented them. And they're called peptides and peptides in creams. And these can work because basically the peptides are very similar to the compounds, the cytokines, the growth factors that stem cells make. So there you are right there. That's one of our trick tricks that we use when we're doing a joint, be it a hip, a knee, or shoulder. We have these patches that have growth factors in them that pretty much mimic the same growth factors that stem cells make. So hence, I may have somebody who is 45, 50 years old, but when I start putting these growth factors on, all of a sudden, I'm getting a blend of growth factors that may be that of a 20 or 30-year-old. So I've kind of leveled the playing field wow. somewhat. Wow, I love it. So what would you say about, I know there's a lot of ladies out there, they, they, they'll spend three, four, five hundred bucks a month just on face cream, like the vitamin C cream and stuff like that. Um, does this, doing something like this with like a PRP or a vampire mask or even a stem cell um, shot, is it not even comparable? Uh, no, it's it's not because, you know, when you're putting vitamin C or vitamin A or something like that, what you're hoping to do is to stimulate certain pathways in the body. We call these cytokine pathways. Right. But you're trying to get from point A to point C, but you got to go to point B. But here, if we start using PRP and things like that, where we have the growth factors to begin with, we're, we're jumping ahead on those pathways. We're actually stimulating up further, getting a much better result. See, we're hoping that the, the vitamins can kind of get incorporated and can kind of do this and help that. Whereas we're, we're just bypassing that and saying, hey, we're going right to, the, to point C. 
Okay. Wow. So what, what is, what are some of the things that I know you have people that have come to you and um, a lot of people about with like anti-aging, what, what are some of the things that okay. you're, you're one, doing one of my favorite tricks to do for anti-aging is something called a V cell. It's mm -hmm. called a very small embryonic like stem cell. Now let's kind of explain this better. This is the patient's own cell. And the interesting thing about this cell, I want to get in a little, a little bit to something called telomeres. Mm -hmm. Telomeres are the ends of your DNA. Every time your cells divide, they lose a little snippet of DNA, lose a little snippet until they get to a certain critical length where they're programmed to die. Yeah. Now, one of the things, a good friend of mine, Dr. Bill Andrews, is looking for something called a telomerase stimulator. This is an enzyme that can actually put those little caps back on. Well, interestingly enough, there are some cells in our body that make telomerase, and they, these cells basically don't ever age. And I'll give you a good example again. I like to give good clinical examples. A man can be 70 or 80 years old and he can father a child. Right. That child's DNA is pristine when that child's born because his, basically his reproductive organs really didn't age. Okay. They had telomerase in them. So that's, that's that. But now we have another cell in our body. We all have it. It's kind of an emergency stem cell supply called a V cell, but these yeah. cells can make telomerase. And so it's a very interesting process. It's a three-day process. We can give us a couple of different things to stimulate the, the bone marrow to produce more of these cells. We can give them a, a, a um, it's an algae called phacoidin. I don't know if you ever heard of phacoidin. No. Phacoidin is an algae off the coast of Okinawa. You familiar with the people of Okinawa? Yes. Some of the longest lived in the world, right? Uh -huh. So this phacoidin can help produce large, makes large numbers of cells be released from the bone marrow, these cells, into the circulation. Ah, but the problem is these cells are what we call quiescent. They're asleep. They have to be awakened. Now, these cells are basically an emergency stem cell supply. They need some kind of stress. How do we stress them? Four degrees centigrade, which is a magic number in the world of regenerative medicine, for a number of hours, maybe overnight, and then we give them back the next day intravenously. We took mm -hmm. them from the plasma, we gave it back to the plasma. Now, here's the good thing. There's been some very good peer-reviewed studies on these cells. What have they done? They basically seem to affect the telomeres of the cells of the immune system, making them longer, making the immune system go back in age. That's the real key to anti-aging. If we can mm -hmm. get your immune system younger, you're going to be younger. No ifs, ands, and buts so that's one of the things I like to do. So we give these cells quite often uh, and, and they don't hurt. I mean, of all the stem cell procedures I do, this is the one thing. I mean, you take fat, it hurts a tiny bit. You take bone marrow, it hurts a tiny bit. These cells are just like a blood draw. That's it. There's no big uh, involved thing otherwise. What, and how long have you been doing this? As in? Probably 10 years. And you've seen that to be working a lot better than I, I, I call a lot of the other stuff that's out there. Yeah, I do, because here's why. Again, we're making the immune system younger. We're getting it back on track. We've had very good results with these for autoimmune diseases, okay? Mm -hmm. It knocks it out of the ballpark sometimes. I have a good fellow that works for me. He handles a lot of my patient calls. His name is Jared. He was on a medicine called Umera, which is a biologic. You see it advertised on TV, and they have somebody talking about it, and it sounds like he's talking. He's an auctioneer, and he says, and one of the things about Yamara is you can also have to worry about getting a lymphoma. He said, wait a minute. You're giving me a medicine that may potentially increase my chances of getting a cancer? Well, because it's a biologic that lowers your immune system. Well, he was on Yamara for many years. He's been off Yamara now for five years. He gets these V-cells like once every year or so. 
and that's it done it doesn't take any other medicine so what are some we, of the things that you see this helping like i'm just going to throw a, throw something out there uh, diabetes now diabetes you know i, I myself don't treat it because i'm not sure we're there yet okay um you know diabetes one of the problems i think we have with diabetes is we have to be able to inject the cells near the pancreas and things like that so i, I kind of stay away from that I, I know my limitations i know what may get me in trouble um do i think it can help yeah i think it can help too but but i think there's other ways that you can help your diabetes you know with proper diet and stuff like that and, you know certain supplements i think are beneficial for it Right. I, I think, you know, I, I just do diabetes because it's talked a lot about or, or neuropathy. Now I can, I can tell you about diabetes, for instance. I've had a very good friend of mine. He's from Australia, Dr. Bill Paspolaris. And he had very excellent results. Now, what he would do is he would take fat, which we call adipose tissue, and he'd break it down with an enzyme. And he, fat is very rich in a certain kind of cell called a mesenchymal stem cell. <clears throat> now, I kind of describe when I, when I lecture to the lay public, I say, you know, mesenchymal stem cells are like Navy SEALs. They get put into a hostile area. They may not survive, but they're going to kind of clear the area up for the rest of the cells. So these cells are really good, and they're very good with what we call immune modulators. Basically, what is that? It means it gets the inflammation down. Now, diabetes, we think, is probably an autoimmune disease to some degree. Uh, so the body's sort of attacking itself. So he had very good results with these uh, cells. I, again, I, I'm an orthopedic doctor by training, so I'll do some autoimmune stuff, but I kind of stay away from diabetes. Right, so you, you work with a lot of auto, autoimmune hips, knee, spine? Yeah, uh, definitely. What are some of the, we're gonna have testimonials, of course, after this. Uh, and that's one of the things that kind of drew me to you is I love your testimonials. Okay. Uh, People, I just want to let you know, the biggest calling card for any doctor, it's not the doctor saying what he knows or his knowledge, even though that does help. But the biggest calling card for any doctor are people that he's helped. And he has so many testimonials of people, just regular people that have had, you know, autoimmune uh, disease uh, problems, hips, knee, spine and their lives have changed forever. So we're gonna have live testimonials at the end. Sorry, I just wanna interject on that. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah, so what, what, could, what would you say to somebody right now that has been there, done that, has struggled with audio, autoimmune disease? I know that wasn't in, but I know this all kind of comes together with what we're talking about. Say autoimmune disease, and they've tried every single doctor out there or every single pill. Um, what would something that, that you would say to maybe, maybe um, encourage? So I'm over here encouraging people to, to call you because you have many people that fly to where you are in, in Boca Raton, you know, many people Actually. fly out there. So what would you say to somebody that, that's struggling and that's just taking pills and hurting themselves to, well, I want them First to of all, I'm very honest with them. So look, we'll give it a try. There's no guarantees. I mean, this is not like, oh, I guarantee you can get better. Anybody who guarantees you, any right. doctor that guarantees you something, run away from him because he's not being honest with you. But I would say, okay, look, as I was talking to a patient today, I said we can try this in basically a couple of different fashions. I would recommend that you do the V-cells because we know that that can really help with autoimmune diseases. Another thing which we haven't really gotten to touch on yet is ozone therapy. Uh, we do a procedure, it's called the EVO2 protocol. Uh, it's pretty much invented by a good friend of mine in California called Dr. Louis Yu. Louis basically takes care of people all over the world. 
Now, this is sort of like a machine, or not a machine, it's a protocol. And the best way I can describe it is it's like a dialysis protocol, but instead of using water, it uses ozone gas. Now, it's not just for people with kidney problems, by no means. It's for, I mean, I have one of the most premier athletes in the NFL coming in for a second treatment in another week or so, because he said, look, I got a lot of nicks last year, and boy, this thing really helped me. So what does it do? It basically uh, cleans your blood with a dialysis filter, and at the same time, it's hitting your entire circulation with ozone gas. Mm -hmm. And ozone has been used in Russia and Germany and Italy, et cetera, for for decades, and we know that it can do some pretty wonderful things. Now, if you were to just go and breathe ozone, not a good thing for you. Ozone is found in smog and things like that. But, but ozone also, remember now, we have the ozone layer that protects us. Right. But ozone, when it's mixed with blood in the way we're doing it, it can do some wonderful things. First of all, it lowers cholesterol. That's great. Okay. But the real important thing is it can affect, again, I like to get into the basic science of pathways. There's a certain pathway, to get a little technical, it's called the NRF2 pathway. And this is one of the major pathways in our body that diminishes inflammation. You know, there's a thing called infla-aging, okay, where inflammation leads to aging. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. But this dramatically lowers that. It kind of sets the thermostat way down. And if we're lowering inflammation, we're making you healthier. And people say, wow, I, I just feel great. You know, I, I feel more energy. A, a, fellow, a patient told me today, this was interesting. I was showing this, this technique to another patient. The patient says, you know, doc, I had uh, stage two kidney disease. And after I did this like two times, you know, I'm one point away from being normal now in my kidney function. I said, well, okay. Again, it's reducing inflammation. So that's one of the things I like. And again, it's attacking things upstream. It's not like, okay, we're going to try and give him some something to make his kidney better. Well, there's a reason why his kidney had a problem in the first place. It was the inflammation on the kidney. You get the inflammation down, the kidney's going to, you know, basically solve itself. And how does that work? The bone marrow and things like that sends out stem cells to make things better. So it all kind of is all interrelated. Right. It's related with the immune system, with everything. So when you talk about the the um, the O2, when I I've been seeing a lot of machines out there where you get on an actual bike and you, you put this mask on and you're just pedaling away. Is that the right. type? Is that the same type of O2? Because absolutely, totally different. Okay, let's oh. kind of talk about ozone. You know. The average person has come in contact with ozone. And, and you can remember ozone when you sometimes go out right after a thunderstorm and you right. smell kind of pungent odor. Well, what's happening is ozone was converted by the thunderstorm. Lightning reacts, electricity reacts with the oxygen, O2, and it makes what we call O3, which is ozone. It's triple oxygen. And right. that's the magical compound. And again, if you're going to breathe ozone in, not going to be a good thing for you. But when you start putting it in the blood the way we're doing, uh, it does some very magical things. Like I say, lowers inflammation, lowers cholesterol. It, you know, in, in Italy, they had some very good protocols of using this for the COVID-19 because what ozone also does on a virus, for instance, it'll dissolve the lipid membrane, which is the little membrane around the virus. It exposes its DNA and RNA. And guess what? The virus is finished. It's toast. It doesn't last. You know, I heard a hurt. I know we got to be careful with sometimes what we say, but I heard that there were that people with the COVID and again, I'm not saying that this cures it or whatever, but I've, I've heard from other doctors around the world saying that the people that they've, you know, helped treat, you know, with the COVID, they would do like a, a stem cell, like a stem cell shot. And a lot of them were just 
healed. Could you see something like that possibly working? Yes, and let's talk about why that happens, okay? So the people that they're doing that on uh -huh. are people who have serious problems to begin with. Now, what's happening? Their immune system is running away with things, okay? So what's happening is you have these certain growth factors, and, and the body is trying to say, look, i got to fight this virus. I really got to kill it. So it's just making so many different things to try and Correct. fight the infection that it's also damaging your tissue, damaging your lungs, et cetera. So what do the stem cells do? Well, lo and behold, you'll give stem cells, hopefully a, you know, some viable stem cells. They will go ahead again. They'll get probably you know, killed or something, but they'll release growth factors. And those growth factors will, remember, like I said, there's three growth factors that cause inflammation. Same thing with a cytokine storm. You have too many of them. So the stem cells will produce these other growth factors to kind of quell the effect and neutralize it. And lo and behold, that's what gets people better. Another interesting thing I can tell you, just I think two days ago, they had a, a big article said, hey, you know, dexamethasone, which is cortisone, that seems to really help these people. Why? Because it's reducing inflammation. A lot of different side effects about it. Hello. <laughs> they need Hello, you. Guys. Hopefully I'm there. Ah, good. It, it, you know, the crazy thing is it was a spam risk as it was. Okay, but anyway, I'm back. Yeah, it's all good. So, what, um, so anyway, that, that shows you how stem cells, you know, stem cells can work. Like there's, there's one of the growth factors called interleukin-10. I call interleukin-10 cortisone with no baggage. It really can help dramatically. So, they need you. They need you. <laughs> As you were saying? Um, so like I say, that's how stem cells themselves can work. Now, ha have I treated COVID patients? No. You know, I, for a number of reasons. First of all, if I have you know, COVID patients in my office, um, you know, it, it, it's very difficult for me to you know, clean my... But those are the patients that typically are in the hospital. Those are the ones that need to get... That would possibly benefit from the... Uh, um, the trials of using stem cells. And actually the FDA has given a couple of uh, emergency OKs to try that. So they're not being, uh, you know, absent about that at all. They're, they're thinking, hey, this may be of some benefit to it. Well, awesome. Well, um, I just want to say thank you so much, uh, Dr. Joe, uh, for, for being on the show. Everyone, you can, you can uh, get a hold of Dr. Uh, Joe at, uh, I believe, Bo he's in, uh, I'm going to say it incorrectly, Boca Raton, Florida. I'm not from that area. Is that, did I say that right? Sounds really nice, but you know what it means? You know what it means in English? No. Rat's mouth. <laughs> All right. Well, rat's mouth, Florida. Florida. Overton sounds nicer. Well, right. and then you're at. Um, I believe if people want to see your website. You're at stemcellorthopedic.com. Yeah, read my blogs because the blogs are really. I write my own blogs, and they're all you know, pertinent to stem cells, anti-aging, et cetera. I mean, some really cool stuff there. And your blog is on that site, correct? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, it's definitely on the site. Okay, awesome. So everyone, if you if you would like to um, get a hold of Dr. Joe, you can you can go there. You, just remember this: if you have any hip problems, knee, spine, autoimmune disease, I'm sure there's a few more that I missed. But if there's anything that uh, Dr. Joe can do to help, please give him a phone call. And yeah, we did teleconferences before it was popular. We've been doing that for years. Really, for oh, years. Yeah. That's good. Now it's becoming a thing. Right. <laughs> I love it. So you can do the Zoom, like a Zoom call. Yeah, either that or phone call, Zoom, or any of them. Awesome. I, I love it. So uh, I, would, I would trust to give uh, Dr. Joe a call, especially for somebody being in the orthopedic uh, arena for 35 years and in the stem cell industry for 15. 
And uh, again, I just want to say thank you so much, doctor, and everybody in internet land. Share. Sharing is caring. Remember this. One video can change one person's life. I don't care if you do not have pain, people. And what, the reason why I say that is because there's somebody that you know who has pain. So make sure that you share this so we can bless others. Have a great Dr. Joe, a great one. And thank God you again. Bless you. It's my pleasure. So long, everyone. Bye now. God bless. Hey, thank you so much. So I got interested in stem cells, like everybody else does, about 12 years ago. Just kind of looking, interested, trying to figure out how, what role does that play. Became a bigger interest in who I am because my husband became injured, broke L4, L5 at an accident at work and had a back surgery. He did not have a good outcome as a result of that, which led to three other failed back surgeries as a following. And sustained an injury myself in an auto accident and tore all the ligaments and tendons in my ankle and was left with one option, live with it or surgery. Living with it wasn't an option and surgery wasn't an option. So I immediately reached out to Dr. Purita and said, can you help? So we both took a trip down to Boca, saw Dr. Purita, we both had their procedure and I am fully functional with my ankle at this point. I have I would say no side effects, nothing that's left. I can do everything I've ever done before. I have no pain unless I wear the wrong shoes for too many days. <laughs> I trust Dr. Purita. What I tell my patients is if somebody's injecting me in a joint or a back, I want a surgeon who's done that procedure a million times in surgery. They know exactly what they're looking for. They know exactly the landmarks they're looking for. My husband had a procedure the first time that, that was unsafe, that the rules weren't followed, and it was in a conventional setting. It was in a conventional, well-known hospital. He wasn't protected. He ended up as a, a victim of the system that didn't protect us. Dr. Purita doesn't do that. He follows everything. He makes sure he's doing things exactly the way they're supposed to be done, and that's huge. My condition was I had an arthritic hip, I had knee pain and I had back pain. And I was at the point where I couldn't walk for more than 10 or 15 minutes without having to stop. Went to see some orthopedics. They ran a bunch of MRIs, a bunch of tests. And they told me I had an arthritic hip. They didn't really know what was going on with my knee. They saw some arthritis, but that didn't seem to be what the problem was. And then I had, um, have rather, degenerative disc disorder in my back. Didn't want to submit to surgery, of course. <laughs> you know, you don't want to do that if you don't have to, right? And started looking into some alternatives. Stem cells is one. Became a internet expert, if you will, on stem cells <laughs> after researching it. And uh, enough to know that these clinics that are cropping up all over the place, other doctors I was talking to, they really didn't know what they were talking about. I could, I could tell just by talking to them. After the meeting with Dr. Perita, he spent about an hour with me, answered every question that I, that I had. After talking to him, I called up my fiance and baby, we don't need to go to Mayo Clinic. The guy's right here in Boca Raton, <laughs> right down the street from me, which is interesting because people fly in from all over the world to see him and he's right here for me. But I knew he was the guy after talking to him. 
we went through the procedure, and at this point I have 90% functionality back in my hip.